When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Good morning. Over the weekend, there was a tornado in Britain. Uh, It damaged one garage roof in Surrey causing six million pounds worth of damage. Also, thoughts and prayers at this time uh, with Philip. Not so much with Philip, but uh, with the journalists now forced to stand outside uh, every palace in Britain, uh, waiting for news over the Christmas period. That's a cruel trick to play, Philip. Don't die. Not today. Thank you. With Jake Yap. Well, good morning to you. Did you have a good weekend? Did you get it all done? Of course you didn't. Uh, we've got some fabulous treats to cram in before Christmas, including Generic Christmas Sentiments, a song in which I've tried to encapsulate every Christmas song there's ever been. Also, we have ah the debut of our crowd-written novel, 50 Trades of Grape, which I launched on Friday, and the last time I checked is, uh, I think, at least three pages long, and written entirely by listeners to this podcast collectively, which is so exciting. In the Brexit freezer, Frostburn made me moan. Tofu hard as iron, ice cream turned to foam. I think I'm going to need to ration out the Nick Knowles novel and maybe impose some kind of time limit because like, people could actually just keep writing it as I read. It's a Google document and everyone can just log in and write it. The podcast would never end. Also, I do want to make the pleasure last as long as possible. So uh, I'm going to put maybe a three or four minute time limit on each excerpt that I read out uh, per podcast because, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know you want me to read out your bit, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's anonymous, so I don't know which bit is your bit. If you'd like to have a go and take part and write a bit of Nick Knowles's novel, uh, I'll put the link out again on Twitter or maybe Facebook as well. Later on today, God rest ye merry lentil sacks that block up your hallway, cause you'll be checking for your pulse when cometh Brexit day. First though, I think I'll just fire up the ITV hub, uh, cause I do want to make sure I see Gordon, Gino and Fred doing the three wise men. That looks like a, a right laugh. I feel that Fred, you've got very lucky, no? Uh, he can't cook, he's not really a presenter, just kind of leagues about. He's leaguing about. I like it when foreign people use English colloquialisms. Oh, I was mad as a hatter. 
Uh, oh, Fred, you hairy dreamboat. <laughs> when you look at an onion, Nespa, you see that uh, it is something that he do nothing to you, but you let him make you cry. Eh? But you, it was you who got it. Huh? No? Oh, Fred, uh, I still recommend checking out Blind Boy Undestroys as an antidote to all of that. I watched the second one last weekend. It is phenomenal, uh, particularly in the light of that story about uh, the Tesco's Christmas card and the message written inside it. The one about how many slaves do you own? Do watch it. It sounds bleak, kind of is bleak, but weirdly uh, comforting to know that someone's out there more angry than you are. And then if you fancy getting angry, watch The Twelve Drinks of Christmas. Uh, this is on iPlayer on BBC4. Giles Corrin and Alexander Armstrong. Go shopping for 45 quid bottles of wine. And uh, do make the mistake of showing you a glimpse of Chateau Zander. It's extremely well-judged programming that with 4 million people using food banks. Anyway, let's get my iPad and open up ITV Hub. I am ITV Hub. Come on in. Oh, thanks for... Sorry, in- can I have your email address? Oh, yeah, right. Email address is uh, nicknollsfan002 at hotmail.com. You need to verify it to continue watching. No, I think I can just press the button underneath that says continue. Oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> right, OK. Well, even though it's the biggest show of the year, it doesn't seem to have been put on any of your splash pages. <laughs> no, I like to make people work for it. OK, all right. <laughs> Oh, look, here's the show I want. And play. I have to show you some adverts. Oh, that's fair enough. Uh, actually, uh, I wanted to skip forward to part two because that yeah, was Yeah, that's a part. new part. I have to show you some adverts. Yeah, but I, I watched under 10 seconds of part one. Yeah, it's a new part. I have to show you some adverts. Yeah, but I didn't watch I have the to first show you some part. adverts, mate. Okay. Okay, fine. Can I cast this to my TV? Yeah. Great. Unless it's going out live. What? Why would anyone want to cast a live show to their TV? Well, I've got really terrible reception. <laughs> well, in my not my head. problem, mate. <laughs> okay. okay, do you know what? It's fine. I'll leave it and I will download it and watch it on the train tomorrow. Okay, Thanks. but that's Sorry? gonna it's gonna be three ninety nine, mate. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for downloads, You're mate. Kidding? No. Why? It almost feels kidding. as if the BBC license fee with dozens of TV and radio stations and free downloads and streaming and countless websites and educational resources might actually represent tremendous value for money. Hasn't got Judge Rinder though, has it, mate? True. Generic Christmas. Weird spoken introduction over a children's choir with tubular bells descending from the root note in a major scale. And now it's the soulful intro done all sexy by a girl. While we wait for the inevitable bit that goes. Swing and sleigh bells ring For some reason a saxophone's a must The vocals drowned in a Motown sound Phil Spector still hangs over us A touch of glam from the 70s Sprinkling glitter on the turds Especially when you add electric guitar riffs That go up in thirds Time for the bridge When the verse has started to bore us Here's some modulation that goes up and up Before the grinding chorus Generic Christmas sentiments Sung loudly and tunelessly The worst part is about to start It's the easy bit where everyone is Christmas 
determines using chords C, F, and G. Because it's easier than writing another verse But if you don't like shuffle and you don't like glam Straight quavers work for McCartney and Wham It's a little bit classy, it's nice and steady Unlike the people singing who are drunk already Out, or the song has run out, just chucking an hour. Christmas sentiment written in mid-June, destroying the minds of shop workers when every other force to listen to It's time for us to get even more inappropriate with this Nick et moi. As you know, I've had a long standing obsession with Nick Knowles, and uh, this is its manifestation. It's uh, a crowd written novel uh, written by you. Well, not necessarily you. Definitely by Darren Leithley on Twitter, who says, I've written a worrying amount of this. I hope I managed to channel a good approximation of authentic Knowles. And Maidley, Dimmock and Hairy Bikers. What is in this? I haven't read this. I'm so excited. Uh, thank you very much for your contributions. Uh, thank you, Darren. Thank you to everyone else. Uh, Richard says, uh, Christmas came early. That's slightly worrying. And... Carenza says, oh, good morning. I'm looking forward to this. Trusting that the Shades drama has ended well. This won't end. This is never going to end. Are you kidding me? This is my new absolute favourite thing. Julie says, I'm concerned I may have a serious problem. Is there a Knowles Fiction Anonymous support group? No, you're on your own. Jem says, I will definitely do this first. I've got to finish a set of date rebasing guidelines and MI minimum standards before I finish work. What does that mean? Although now all I can do is think of Mr. K's Magnificent Chopper. Oh, this is so exciting. Julie's done quite a bit, I think. MJ Kilshaw says, I've done my bit. I introduced another matinee idol, two titans of broadcasting. And Donald Thrubwell, it seems, has had some input. Uh, there are more of you. And I can't find all of you. I think it was Rick had a go. Let's just get to it, shall we? This is 50 Trades of Grey. Chapter 1. My God, there's four chapters. Dear God, there's ten pages. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks so much. Okay, chapter one, beginnings. I've had to turn off the music. It's very distracting. Right. The air roared around Nick Knoll's imposing chopper. The helicopter had yet to begin its flight. 
He was having a quick wee outside as its blades began to swell. (laughs) Sounds quite hazardous. He had had to fly from a recording of Perfection, stopping off at the studio to lay down a couple of tracks for his new album, Yet More of the Same, before racing up to Thurso for another DIY SOS. This time, it was an animal shelter for three flippered platypuses. Nick was having a normal enough day, well for him. He recalled how he's earlier wandered through the wide and well-lit aisles in wicks, attracting lustful glances of desire from all corners. This was something he'd wearily grown used to. Men wanted to be him. Women just wanted him. It had always been like this for Nick, even before he found fame co-hosting Last Choir Standing. Nick had always had people falling at his feet. Still, in spite of everything going his way... Nick had something on his mind, and it was beginning to trouble him deeply. Just how can Wick sell 8x4 sheets of OSB so cheaply? he asked himself. They weren't loss-leading, he mused. Everything is great value in Wicks, and they're not scrimping in other areas as their customer service is exemplary. Who infiltrated this from Wicks? He reminisced about a disappointing experience he had in B&Q, where the DIY SOS team found themselves working with some very poor quality MDF, and recalled the time Screwfix sold him a cordless drill with a battery that wouldn't hold a charge. Wix had never let him down, and he was at a loss to explain why they were so good. Unbelievable! <laughs> His thoughts were interrupted as he gazed out of the window at the stunning sight of Hallkirk. We've nearly arrived, Mr. Knowles. The pilot came in his ears, and right on time, too. Nick grunted an acknowledgement, then managed a wrinkly-eyed grin when he realised that his airy chauffeur (laughs) had reached around to give him a hearty thumbs up. Soon after, they thrummed onto the landing pad, and Nick was beckoned from his seat in the cabin by longtime stalwart of daytime TV, Richard Maidley. I didn't see that coming. What madness this is, thought Nick. He and Maidley had been sworn enemies, since Nick had made a light-hearted but ill-advised joke about Judy Finnegan's wardrobe malfunction at a TV awards show. They had not quite come to blows, but things had been as tense as the last hour of a DIY SOS shoot. Oh, good simile. Metaphor, analogy, I don't know. Nick liked to live dangerously, so he decided he'd follow Maidley to see where things led. He didn't know much about Maidley, other than the titbits he read on the pages of Heat and OK magazines, or indeed the details of Maidley's daughter's life inappropriately shared on national live broadcasts. Oh yeah, what was that? I don't remember. But he'd not heard Maidley ever express an interest in DIY, or choirs for that matter. He had the look of a man who thought that Bosch was what we still called Germans, rather than being a trusted producer of reliable power tools. A man who thought that Sopranos and Altos were names of coffee pods for his Nespresso Virtuo. (laughs) What on earth would Maidley want with a man like Knowles? Why was he here? I suppose you're wondering why I'm here, the smooth-talking slime ball crooned, and Judy sends her regards as ever. Richard Maidley, you old dog, still asking pointless questions on daytime TV? The besuited pimple smiled wryly. Is it A, yes, B, yes, or C, obviously? Our hero smirked and fingered his power tool, which was hot and ready to strike. (laughs) Shall we have this out once and for all? 
"'As much as I'd like that,' said Maidley, a solemn look now across his face, the one he'd used with aplomb when doing those, and now for some sad news segs back in his this-morning days. "'I need your help.' "'Should we leave it there? I think we should leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to put a little mark in. "'I really want to go on. Ah!' No, I'm going to leave it there. Ah! This is torture. What a cliffhanger. Okay, well, if you want to make your own contribution to this tremendous opus, uh, I will post the link again on Twitter. It's at NotTodayPod on Twitter. Or or I'll stick it on Facebook. I think I've got a page on Facebook. And there's also the Jake Cap Appreciation Society. Wonderful people who do a lot of tremendous work but in the meantime that's it until tomorrow i'm going to do one more i think and then we'll have a break over christmas although maybe i'm just going to honk out all this nick knowles stuff because it's so good maybe we'll just have that over christmas as a special treat what do you think uh tomorrow i'm going to try and rework fairy tale of new york i know everyone's sort of saying oh we can't we can't sing that anymore so i'm going to try and make it okay for the post-2017 generation. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.